church upon me. Everyone making it a prayer. Spirit of the living God, fall afresh upon me.
praise and thanksgiving tonight. We thank you, Lord, for the presence of every vessel. Lord, you know every vessel. We have come, Lord, with one purpose, to seek thy face. And thy face, Lord, will we seek. Lord, we thank you that every time we meant business with thee, that thou hast met us. And, Father, we know spiritual needs here tonight. There are many hungry souls. There are many hungry hearts. There are many aching hearts. And so, Father, we come again to thee in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you're more than willing to supply and meet the need of every heart. We come ourselves, Lord, and say we need thee, Lord. We need thee. We need thee to strengthen us. We need thee again to quicken every vessel. We thank you, Lord, that this is our privilege, that we can meet together in the power of the Father and in the power of the Son and in the power of the Holy Ghost. We thank you, Lord, that you will release to us the blessings of heaven again. Amen. at home. If you get to what's under the collar, we'll take your collar off. We want you to relax in the presence of God. We've come to a revival meeting, a glory meeting, a Holy Ghost meeting. Call it what you like, but something wonderful is going to happen in this meeting tonight. But whenever I think of a meeting, 
I like to think of a deliverance meeting where something's done in each and every one of us. Praise the Lord. I'm so thrilled today that these are the days when God is moving in his mighty old-time power and men who have been set free through the beautiful name of Jesus. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus is here now. If you believe Jesus is here, well, let's give him a clap. Come on. to you quick and God will bless your soul it's a real refresher here it is in Isaiah praise the Lord it's my favourite book praise the Lord every time I look at it I get a blessing here we are a few verses of chapter 55 <coughs> oh everyone that thirsteth come ye to the waters he that hath no money, come ye by me. Yea, come by wine and milk without money and without price. That's an invitation tonight in Clacton. There's something free tonight. It's all been paid for. Everybody's thirsting after something. Everybody, the very fact you're here tonight, and I do pray that God will make you real thirsty tonight because there's something to drink of. Not from me, but from the vessels that's been changed by the power of God. Praise the Lord. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and for your labor that which satisfied not? Hearken diligently, this is God speaking, hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. That means to say that you can receive something here tonight. Do you believe it? Well, say amen. amen. You can receive something in your soul tonight. Praise the Lord. Hintline, you're here. Are you listening? Come unto me, he said. Here and your soul shall live. Oh, glory. And your soul shall live. Now, this is what we're after tonight. This is entirely different to the old religion. Here and your soul shall live. This is a new and living way. This is a new and living way. This does something to you. Praise the Lord. If you believe me, say amen. amen. This is real, brother. This is real, sister. I speak to people, said, Henry, something happened into that meeting when I was there. It's about time something did happen, isn't it? How many meetings and nothing happened? Well, something's going to happen tonight to you, 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 as you open up to God. Will everybody open up to God tonight and just put their hands up and say, Thank you, Jesus. 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 Come on. Come on. Say, Thank you, Jesus. Shall we all stand on our feet and raise our hands? Everybody. Why don't you lift up your hands and praise the Lord? Why don't you lift up your hands and praise the Lord? Praise Him for His mercy. Praise Him for His love. Everybody raise your hands and join it in. This is the moment when God can quicken you. Now my brother, now my sister, come on out of yourself. You can't join us. You can't join. Nothing to join, but you can't be filled with the glory. 
Praise the Lord. Come on, everybody singing. Why don't you lift up your hands and praise the Lord? Why don't you lift up your hands? We've just sing. I always think, like, great is the Lord. You know, really thrills me every time we think, great is the Lord and great he is, isn't he? I do thank God for a really wonderful salvation, you know. It really thrills me to be here tonight because I love Jesus and I love you all. You know, I really love Jesus and 
I was thinking as Henry was speaking, um, my favourite scripture at the moment is, greater is he that liveth in me than he that is in the world. And you know, I think that covers a multitude of things, doesn't it? Just think about it. Greater is he that liveth in thee. You know, it really thrills me every time I think about it. You know, no matter how you're feeling, what troubles you've got or anything that's going on, it's greater is he that liveth in thee. Bless the Lord, and I thank him because he's living in me. If he's living in you, you have nothing to worry about because greater is he that liveth in you. Bless the Lord. It's a thirsty land, uh, this land we live in, isn't it? Oh, it's a thirsty land. And my soul has thirsted and thirsted and thirsted for this. Oh, bless the Lord. And I thank God that I'm not going to waste a minute, a second in his presence. Oh, hallelujah. Tonight's the night, brother and sister. Hallelujah. Don't wait for tomorrow night. Get in tonight. You know, God is a God of the present. He doesn't live tomorrow, and he won't live in yesterday. He only lives now. Oh, now. And I thank God tonight. Tonight is the night. Hallelujah. Tonight is the night. And if there's anything you need, now is the, is the time to get it. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're not here to say well done to each other and pat each other on the back and say, it's a long time since I've seen you. We're here to get into the spirit of God and into the move of God. Oh, thank you tonight, Lord. There's something to move in. There's something to go on for. Oh, and I thank God tonight that he's touched me already. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was pretty dry when I came in, but thank God for this water that we can drink of. Living water. Hallelujah. Bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. The, the day is too late to make any excuses. We're not, going to, we're not going to have any excuses until you get right through with God. Now, if you know your own heart, but... Uh, we're not going to let anybody go until they get into a right relationship with God. Now, if you don't feel the presence of God, there's definitely something, someone, or some spirit blocking your union, communion with God. Brother and sister, this is what glory meetings are all about, to loose you and to bring you in to a place, a place with God where you can really enjoy the presence of God, I mean in reality, not a pretense, it's not a pretense, you dance, you sing, you weep, you, you cry for the very joy that's within your soul, brother and sister, you must, you must get a release, because the, the time is short, because the day is short, and God means business, God means business, he does, you know, it means business as much as you mean business. Brother and sister, whatever you do, please, please don't go home disappointed, not knowing God, or, or not feeling the presence of God, or not able to worship in his presence. There's a place to be with God here, right now. 
There's a place to be, brother and sister. There's a, there's a right, there's a right living and a right feeling and a right moving. I can't express, it seems that the Spirit is exalting me to exalt you to reach out for, for more of God, more of the presence of God. I, I can't help it, but I feel that. People, people look blank. They don't seem to have arrived somehow. Brother and sister, it's essential. It's a wonderful, you know, it's the enemy's job to keep you just on the borderline, neither hot nor cold. It's the enemy's job. You need the Holy Ghost every day of your life to keep you. Amen. To keep you, to give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding about everything. He's interested in every department of your life. Glory be to God. of God. You can't do that. God's a living, vital relationship in your life right now. Oh, for years and years and years, the blind have been leading the blind and they've been falling into ditches. Great ditches have fell in. But brother and sister, I thank God that the screen's down and thank God the Holy Ghost is piercing the darkness. Hallelujah. He's setting, he's setting souls free. Hallelujah. You know, a few weeks ago, there were folk walking about Fiskitten. Lovely, sincere folk, but they hadn't got a clue what it was all about. But thank God he's setting them free by the power of the Holy Ghost. God wants men and women who will live and move and have your being in him. It's possible, brother and sister. It's possible. The enemy will tell you, you wait while I get you home. I'll show you. That's what the enemy will tell you. You wait. You've had a good time, but wait till I get you in such and such a uh, circumstance. I'll give it you. Brother and sister is a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. God, God has given you ample protection. If you're covered with the blood, you can overcome. He gives you the power. This is that which overcometh the world, even your faith. Your faith. If you've just got a bit of grain as a mustard seed, you can be a marvellous overcomer for God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We all stand the same, brothers and sisters, just one verse. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. <laughs> just keep praise God, praise God, praise God. Do it. Everybody standing and I you stand.
better now. We've won. Every meeting, it's hardly going to go one way or the other, but we've won. The Holy Spirit is moving. I'm going to tell you some of you in here for the first time, listen to my words carefully, that this meeting will affect you. It will affect you. You will never be the same again. People laugh at me and say, I don't believe it, Henry, but it's true. You see, we're in a Holy Ghost meeting. We're in an anointed meeting. We're in a miracle meeting. But we're quite honest. These meetings wouldn't have happened if there hadn't been a miracle take place. And this miracle took place in me many years ago. In an ordinary, dead, ordinary, yes, a dead Pentecostal meeting, the Lord knocked me off the piano stool and it changed my life. And I've never been the same since. I never wanted to do this kind of thing. I told the evangelist, I'll give you the money, I'm in business, I'll back you. But I never expected to be. I still don't know what I've got, but I do know something that works. I'm not a good speaker, I'm not a good player. But I've something unique, and I boast in it. God did it me. I say it humbly, brothers and sisters. I do honestly. I say it humbly. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Yeah, amen. Now, speaking about you, dear ladies here, just to prove to you how God can change people, I'm just going to ask Ford to come out to the front here, who have been recently wonderfully set free. But they're getting on, my age, some perhaps older. But God has blessed them in a wonderful way. They were Baptists for years. And they said, why hadn't we seen this? Other were brethren for years. But they're never coming to this. But they're so grateful that they've entered into this recently. They'd like to give you testimony. You four come out here. Desmond and your sweetheart. Come out here, lad, with your sweetheart. And come on, Lawrence. And come on, Alice. Come on, quickly. Here they are. They're just ordinary folk. Come on. Give them a clap. Here they are. <laughs> now then, Alice, come on, my sweetheart. Tell them what God's changed your life only recently. Yes. This is what he's filled me with, love. And that's what we all want, love, as Henry says. It is the main thing in the world is love. And you get it at these meetings, all right. I was baptised the 25th of... January, and I've never been the same again, and the home's never been the same again. We've lived a very happy life. We've had five children, and we've got 11 grandchildren, but we've never had the happiness that we've had this last nine months. It's been wonderful, and praise the Lord, and I praise him every day. Lawrence and I sings every day to the choruses. It's lovely to be loved Jesus Christ. Praise Come here, Lawrence, come here. Oh, is it true, yes. Lawrence, is it true that you start a new honeymoon since you are? Yes. Oh, yes. Well, come on then. Yes, we have, yes, we have better. Yes? Well, the thing is, the thing is when you come to know the Lord and the love in the Lord, you do start a new honeymoon. Your wife's different and you're different for the simple reason... You know, you don't do them tiff like you used to have, for one thing. <laughs> you know, you don't go in, go in the back kitchen and tell her what you think on her. <laughs> you, you, when, she come, when she gets on to you, just go to her and kiss her and make it up quick. <laughs> See? And the Lord Jesus works this way. He's a wonderful... 
he's the most wonderful saviour that there is. He's done many, many things for me. Twelve years as now, we came to this place. There's many of my friends that uh, come from where we do that know all about this. But to you people, I should like to share this little... This little blessings, these marvellous blessings, what the Lord has done for me. Twelve years ago, we came here for a holiday. I went home and I had a coronary. And I had three more. And I'm still here, praising the Lord. These brought great pain for me, this place did. But it also brought great joy and love. For the simple reason, we came back again about uh, four years after... And I was taken ill one night in the place where we were staying. The wife went to get me something to pull me around. When I, come, I came round, before she came back, and I saw a, an expression of the vision of the Lord at the front of my bed. And before this happened, I used to have to stay in bed for weeks after these attacks. I got up the next morning and went on the beach. I've never had one of these same attacks since. <laughs> I walked into our stores where we live one day and there's a young lady works in there and she got such a beautiful shining face and I wondered, I thought to myself, well, is she something different to what the other people are? And we got talking at the counter about something and somebody said something about the weather. I said, there's only one person who can rule the weather and that's the Lord. She jumped over the counter and kissed me and hugged me. You know, and people's eyes shot out, you know. And uh, she said, would you like to come to one of Henry's meetings? I said, who's Henry? <laughs> she said, well, you'll see if you come. So I said, all right, then. Brother Henry rung me up and asked if I'd like to go. So we went. The first meeting we went to was at Thorpe Esley. I thought everybody had gone mad. <laughs> you know, I've been used to sitting in my pew at church, you know. <laughs> Looking at my Bible, singing a hymn sitting down again but I, I thought oh dear this is terrible anyway when I got home I got my bible and I went through it and found out that everything that brother Henry was doing in there was scriptural I got my bible and I went through it and found out that everything that brother Henry was doing in there was scriptural and that was quite enough for me and before this meeting with Henry and the meeting at Thorpe Esley, I used to have to walk with a stick. And Brother Henry prayed for me and put his hands on me. I got up the next Sunday morning and walked down to my own church without it, and I've not used it since. And you see me walking around here tonight. Praise the Lord and bless him. Isn't it wonderful what God can do? Now, that particular lady, what came, what she spoke about, was shining face. We had a little get-together at home, and when I was singing, this lady jumped up and says, all right, you're not talking about praising the Lord, but I don't, can't praise the Lord. I want to be saved. And this is how God's moving today by his Spirit. Now, I haven't got that lady here, but I've got a daughter here who's got wonderfully saved too. And where are you? Here she is. Here she is, her daughter. She's got saved as well. These are all up-to-date testimonies. In fact, if we lose count of them, what's happening? Come on, Annie. There we are.
Tell what God's done for you. You're not here. Your mother's not here, but here's Anne. Well, praise the Lord. I'm testing. Um, just a minute. It's better. Uh, well, you know, it's wonderful to be here with all you smashing folks. It really is. And I'll tell you, ladies on the front row, bless you. You know, it's terrific, this is. There's nothing like it. Bless the Lord. You know, we've been talking about um, uh, Isaiah 61. Um, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good tidings to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the broken-hearted, to pro- proclaim liberty to the captives, hallelujah, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Well, bless the Lord, you know, I was bound, I had chains on me, and he set me free, bless him. And I've never been the same since, Henry keeps saying that, you know, and it's, you get used to, you know, at school, in assembly, we used to say the Lord's Prayer before I was saved, over and over again, you know, every morning. Oh, and it got so drab, and I used to, you know, I always yawned through it, funnily, funnily enough, always yawned, and it always used to be the same, you know. And when I was saved, it was terrific, it went, meant even more to me. And I used to say, you know, say it with more meaning, the folks standing next to me used to, you know, like this, and look at me. Well, Henry says, you'll never be the same again. Well, you know, probably, if there's anybody who isn't saved, you think about it, and you sort of dismiss it. But there's more to it than that. You know, it's true. You'll never be the same again. Never. And everything that God does, it's everlasting. Hallelujah. Bless him. And, you know, we're talking about the robe of righteousness. Well, I've got mine. I don't know whether you can see it, but I've got it on. And I hope you've all got it on as well. Bless the Lord. You know, um, Lance was talking about my mum. Bless me that, because I like to know my mum's got a shining face. But um, she's, yeah, I love my mum. You know, I'm missing her. I wish she was here. And, um, you know... It was saved in February, like Henry says. And uh, she came home and she told me all about it. I thought she was balmy. I thought she'd gone right round the bend, you know. And um, I thought I'd had it here. I thought, I wonder how long this is going to last, you know. Well, it's, you know, it's eternity. And uh, I wondered how long I got to put up with this. Anyway, she read this book called Raptured. And uh, she kept spouting about it to me, you know. And she told me all about it, everything. And uh, I used to go to church, keep up my reputation with a vicar, like, you know. And um, anyway, she told me about the second coming of the Lord. And I thought, well, funny how vicar hadn't told me about this. So I said, yes, you know, and she told me all about it. And I thought, terrific. And she, she asked me if I was ready. And I thought, you know, and I wasn't ready. And then we had a Mother's Union meeting. I tell you, the Lord works in mysterious ways. A Mother's Union meeting, of all things. And... Um, <laughs> Anyway, I was at this Mother's Union meeting and Henry came to tell the mums all about the Lord, you know. I don't know what they thought about it, but I was saved, so that was the best day of my life, bless him. <laughs> Hallelujah. And uh, it was really terrific, you know, and uh, I felt wonderful, but um, I was a bit worried about it because it's, I found it difficult to humble myself. And uh, I didn't know what to say to my mum. My mum wanted me to talk about it afterwards, but I didn't want to say anything, so, you know, I went off to bed. And that was in the April. And the following September, I was baptised in water. And uh, I think it was then that I was really changed. I came out really pure, you know. Bless the Lord. It was wonderful. And it still is, you know. It's terrific. And, um, well, after that, I began to tell my mates at school. Because at that service, at my baptism service, there was one of my teachers. And I discovered that she was born again. So I wasn't alone at school. And it was really wonderful. We got together. And uh, the Lord revealed another Christian pupil to us, born again. And the three of us got together, and we started a Christian union. And, uh, by, well, it hadn't been going long. By the end of term, you know, I've left school now, but by the end of term, there was about 20 folks in it, and it was really terrific. And uh, we had to have a, 
you know, we, we ran over time always, so we had to have a, extra time for prayer. So we had two meetings, you know, and it was really wonderful. And uh, towards the end of term, we gave it to the Lord that we should all have fellowship together after that because we didn't want to all split up. You know, how things go when you leave school, everybody splits up and you lose your mates and your fellowship and everything. Well, the Lord's given us a time on every other Monday at the teacher's house, so we all get together and we continue in the fellowship. And uh, the first years at school, I've got a Christian union. There's about 20 in that already, and it's only been going a few weeks. So God's really moving at our school. And I just thank him for that. And bless him, I love him, because that daily, daily walk, each day is just terrific with him. Bless him. Hallelujah. God bless you all. I would like to say that since Anne got saved, she's got a stream of old young ladies who's all been wonderfully saved and blessed. And it's going on and on and on. It's revival and it's coming through the young folk. I want to encourage the young folk tonight that this, God is moving. You just let the Spirit move on you. Thank you, Anne. That's wonderful. Now, here we are, my dear. Come on. Here's another one. The brethren lady who's been wonderfully saved. Hey, Well, I was brought up in a religious home, but at the age of 25, I was converted, and I was baptized in water, and I belonged to the Brethren Assemblies in various parts of the country, and I did know the Lord as my Savior. It finished at knowing the Lord as my Savior. I did not really have any full joy in my heart. I did what I thought the Lord wanted me to do all the time. Praise the Lord. Amen. About a year ago, I started and heard about Henry and his meetings. And of course, I put them very much in the question as to how correct and how right they were at that time. But after examining and so on and so forth, I came to realize that it was the right thing to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was something I really wanted. And praise the Lord about... I think it must be about four months, three or four months ago now, since I was baptized in the Spirit. And even then, praise his lovely name, he's stayed by me continually, even though one or two friends came and tried to take away the joy of the Lord from me and said that we mustn't do this and you mustn't do that and you mustn't do various things. It's really a little bit outrageous. But praise the Lord, the scripture says to dance for joy and to sing for joy and to clap your hands for joy. And let me tell you, it doesn't say to sing after you have got the joy and to dance after you have got these things. It says to sing and to dance for them. So when you, when you haven't got the joy in your heart, sing and dance and you will get the joy. This is what it's all about. This is what the book tells us to do. And if we will do it, we will have the joy of the Lord in our hearts and souls. I think our married life has been absolute, we have only been married seven and a half years, but praise the Lord, this past three or four months since we've both... Bless your heart! <laughs> praise the Lord! He has made all the difference in the world! Bless, bless the Lord! Praise his lovely name! <laughs> Oh, 
bless you. Well, now, it's a bit difficult for me, you know. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start, really. I better start from the beginning where... Oh, I went to sea in 1926, and I became... Uh, went, carried on at sea until 1966, when I became a master mariner in India. And uh, because of the devaluation of the rupee, we captains and others, uh, tea planters and everyone else in India, were kicked out. So, uh, in 1964, I went to a um, um, brethren meeting, and I was uh, born again in Bombay. And I came home in 1966, when we were forced out, and I met Gwen. I met my little darling. And at Eastbourne, we got married, and we had a wonderful time. Uh, thinking, oh yes, this is all right with the brethren and the scriptures and being good and that kind of thing, not only dancing and dizzling and all this kind of thing, until we heard about Henry and Connie. And the dear loving brothers and sisters that's at Fiskerton, you want to be there to see it. You see the love of the children and the glory of those dear ones. You just lose your heart to them all. And when... Uh, when Gwen became um, baptised in the spirit, I got jealous. And I wanted more of him. And I came to Henry and I came to Connie. I said, hey, I want to be the same as Gwen. She, she's jumping in for joy and praising the Lord all the time and dancing and I'm sitting back doing nothing. And then uh, uh, Albert gave me some books to read and didn't shift me. No, he didn't shift me at all. Until... Henry got hold of me, and, and uh, Connie came round to our house and said, now, come on, you've got to be born again. You've got to be baptised of the Spirit. So I said, yes, I'd love to be. And then, all of a sudden, these dear loved ones, all the brother and sisters in Fiskerton, you just lose your heart to them, and you just give your heart to the Lord Jesus. And it came. One uh, Saturday evening... Oh, it came into, our, into my heart. And praise the Lord, he just wonderfully came in. And I was born with the Spirit and really was wonderful. And I can't say how wonderfully and happy. Oh, I'm as happy as a Larry. And I love all these dear ones and all these lovely ones here. Look at them all. They're the blessed <laughs> darlings of my heart. And we love them all. And it's, you, you just got to keep on... Giving a heart to the Lord. He's just wonderful and wonderful. We praise him and praise him. Hallelujah, what a wonderful saviour we have. Bless him, bless him, and praise him all the time. He's a wonderful saviour. God bless you all. We love you all. Thank you very much. I love you too, darling. Uh, uh, now, this is what God is wanting to do through this land of ours. Make us one big family. Born of one spirit in one big family. Shall we all enter in, brothers? Shall we all enter in, sister? Can you feel the love, do? I know you can. Well, it's the love of God being shed abroad in our hearts. And it's no respect of persons. Young and old, it's for everybody. 
You know, I don't know how some of you feel, but my heart just aches at times. Oh, that they might taste and see. Oh, they might be full of this wonderful love. Oh, that they might stop trying to be good. Goody goodies. You never get them being a good. It's only the righteousness of a Lord Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Everybody raise hands and praise the Lord. Come on.
coach load come from from Norwich and I'm sure there must be a few testimonies but I'm going to ask Brother Basil to come up here with our other brother come on Basil and you know what to do come on it's just one or two out bring our brother with you from used to be Pruda where is it from Leeds brother you come out to help you you yes come on yeah just be free, you've got the quarter now, ten minutes, you see. Well, you want to get some of this? Yes, and this is you free. Yes, you can just have, you can oh, do, do it. I can bring you a lot out, I don't mind what you do. All right. We'll yes. play and do what you want. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, Brother Basil. Well, many years ago, I think it's somewhere in around about 11 or 12 years ago when I came into the glory way, and, uh, you know, the first time I ever met Henry, the first time I ever came into a glory meeting was at South End at the Palace. And I knew the very first time I saw this way, I knew that was the way for me. I knew that was what, you know, it says if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will grant to us the desires of our heart. And I knew that was the desire of my heart when I saw this way. Because, you know, I was just sick and tired of, of religion and, uh, and, and nothing, nothing seemed to happen. As Henry said, there wasn't, nothing happened. But you know, when I came to the first glory meeting, you know, I knew I had to make a definite decision to, to, to go this way. And I can tell you tonight, if you're here for the first time, you've got to make a definite decision one way or the other. And I tell you, if you accept the Lord Jesus Christ and you accept this way of the, Christ, this way of the Lord tonight, I tell you, you'll never regret it. And it's true what Henry say, you will never be the same again. You know, on the, third, the, the second meeting I went into, that I realised I had to lay my all on the altar for God because God has been, had been so good to me. And you know that uh, uh, I came into a meeting at South End and just as Henry was given the appeal and I came out to the front and you know, and Henry prayed for me uh, in the wonderful and precious name of Jesus. And I tell you, I've never been the same since. I'm going to tell you from that very moment, I've never looked back. Hallelujah. Now I, I have no doubts whatsoever. This is the way for me. And I tell you, it's the way for every one of us. Hallelujah. Uh, and, uh, you know, that, that was, we'd, we'd been around these meetings for a time. And then we realized that we, we, we had to, you know, we had to start these meetings for ourselves. And, uh, and we started the first, very first meeting we started in Norwich uh, on a Sunday night. There was only six of us. And... Uh, uh, and I know that that same Sunday night there was a certain amount of the young ones were already committed because that was a young people's weekend in the, in the assemblies where they, where they were. Where they were and, uh, but when we started, there was only six of us. And I can tell you that man, Michael Squires, was one of them. And, uh, and I tell you that we just wondered what, wherever we, whatever we'd come to, whatever we, whatever we were we doing. We came out of an organized church and there we were. We seemed that we, we were just... Well, we just wondered what was going to happen. But I tell you, the Lord spoke twice through the gifts. And I tell you, it was wonderful. I, I wish a thousand times that I had it on tape. But I know whatever was said, you know that we never looked back. And, and over these years, it's 11 years this year since we stepped out this way and started this work in Norwich. And, uh, and we took over a little Salvation Army Hall and... Uh, and over the years, the thing has grown and grown and grown. And now we're just pressing at the scenes. We get, we're getting to a place now. We just don't know what to do with the people because we're so packed out to the doors. And, and you know, that isn't all. 
You know, there's many people have been come into the, the assembly in Norwich and they've been blessed. They've come in and they've been set free. I know one man in particular is now in Australia. And he came to Norwich and he got the glory. Uh, and he's never been the same since. And I tell you, there's, there's hundreds of lives have been changed. And you know, if, if everyone had stayed with us that has come into the door, you know, we could have filled the Norwich Cathedral tonight. But you know, there's, unless you make a definite decision to say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, you'll just go out. And I said, you, you, you haven't got to worry about them that go out. Because unless you go on God's way, well, it's, it's, you'll, you'll go out. Because I tell you, if they if they'd all came in and all stayed, we should have had a, what we call a funny kettle of fish tonight. But I thank God we've got a group of people that are on fire for God, a group of people that have give their all unto, unto the Lord. And I tell you, we have some wonderful folk in Norwich. Now, I would invite you once again to come to the Norwich Convention or at any time, come to Norwich and we can guarantee you'll never be the same again. We can guarantee that. I tell you, we can guarantee it. Yeah, I tell you, you come in, you'll either, you'll come in or, or you'll either come in and accept this way and go on and into the wonderful blessing of the Lord that maketh rich and out of the new sorrow, or those that reject to go out of the door, and I tell you, they're never the same again, because they can tell you they can be 10,000 times worse. I tell you, when you, when you come into these type of meeting, and, and you're touched by God, I tell you, you've got to make a definite decision. And I tell you, don't tonight. You know, we've had many people come in and criticise, and, but I said, don't criticise this way, but just accept this wonderful way, because it's wonderful to be set free. I'm glad from that time in, at the palace at Southend, you know, Henry said to me, he said, the more glory means you get into, the freer you will be. And I thank God because it's, it's true. Well, we have people come from many miles, but I, I, I'd like Margaret to come. She come all the way from uh, times, from right from Saffron, Saffron Walden in Suffolk, and she'll come all the way to Norwich and, uh, uh, and enjoy this wonderful blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, Margaret. She's so, I think she's travelling some in the region about 70 miles to come uh, into this wonderful glory way. Hallelujah. And I tell you, she'll bless you. I do love Basil. <clears throat> Oh, we love everyone, don't we? Oh, praise the Lord. He's just wonderful, the Lord is, isn't he? It's not one another, although we're what we are because of what God has done. That's perfectly true. I do testify to this, that the first time I went into the meeting at Norwich, I really thought I was the only sane person in the meeting. I thought, I mean, I'd been in Pentecostal churches before, and I really did. And I couldn't understand how those two girls, Hill and Jill, who I'd met in Israel, I just couldn't understand how they could have come from such a mad crowd. And I'm only saying this to encourage anybody. Because I sat in that meeting and I was just hard to the Lord. And the Lord said to me, you know, just cease just don't criticize just just open yourself up to me and that was really near the end of the meeting and I thought all right if this is God's way and I just opened myself up to the Lord and you know 
Oh, the Lord's so good. As soon as I just drop that critical spirit, that wonderful, wonderful, wonderful blessing of the Lord just came right into me. You know, you can't work it up. It comes down from above. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, bless God. Isn't, isn't Jesus just simply wonderful? Hallelujah. Come on, Jill. Praise the Lord. Well, this week, anyhow, uh, I, I had um, a bit of a problem come up, and I just went and opened a magazine uh, that I'd got and, and I was really in a bit of a turmoil in my, in my mind and, and the first words that I read were you have no need to fight in this battle and that was talking, talking about Jehoshaphat and that was just what I needed to hear and straight away I knew you know, that I hadn't got anything to worry about and, and just come here tonight you know I'd really been blessed tonight and you know I, and I just I just say, oh, stand for this way. The, the, the verse that really brought me into to this way was stand fast. Well, I decided not to come this way. Everything that's against me come this way. I'd got the touch of the Lord and everything. I thought, aren't this marvelous? And then you know how the devil worked. And I decided, well, I thought, I'm too tied up with my own church. I'm doing something every night. I just, I just feel it isn't the Lord's will to come this way. But I said, Lord, I'll just, everybody was against me coming this way. But I just went up in my bedroom and, uh, well, actually, I was, that wasn't my bedroom. I was staying in somebody's house that had led me to the Lord and they were really grieved that I was coming this way. And so I went up into my bedroom and I said, well, Lord, even though I still think you don't want me to come this way, Lord, just speak to me now if you want me to. And I just continued to read from where I'd left off the other night. I didn't just sort of go like that. And the first verse I read was, Stand fast in the liberty where Christ has made you free and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. And I said, Lord, do you, do you, have you made a mistake? You know, and and I, was, I just couldn't believe what I read. And I just, I just thought, well, that is just the Lord. And I just went on from there. And, oh, life has been, you know, that's been so wonderful. Because the first three years of my Christian life, I must admit that I got more miserable and more miserable and more miserable. And that was more of a struggle. And I felt worse than what I felt before I was sad. But when I got baptized in the Holy Ghost, I got everything together. I got set free and, and quickened and everything. <laughs> And uh, I really just felt if I'd just been saved. I felt the experience I'd had before seemed just nothing compared to how I felt God was real every day, just walking with me every day, just to feel the love of God in your heart and just to commune with him each moment of the day. That's so blessed. That's just what the world are looking for, just what everybody's looking for. Something to satisfy the soul entirely. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Jill came out with the brethren. Now, we have a, a young man over there. He, he was a Baptist, but he's a glory boy now. Come on, Murray. Hallelujah. 
This man has been a tremendous change in his life. Hallelujah. Not only has he found the glory, but he came in the glory way and he's found his wife. And she's a glory girl too. Hallelujah. Yeah, we started going to Mount Zion exactly the same week. Um, well, praise the Lord. I can honestly say I'm really glad to be here tonight. Um, I've been saved about seven and a half years now. And uh, I was saved and started going to a, a Baptist church. And um, I can honestly say, you know, I started to grow in the Lord there. But, you know, like Jill was um, saying, you know, uh, it got to the point where I was becoming more miserable than I was before I got saved, you know. And I used to look back with longing sometimes to, you know, some of the joy that I had before I was a Christian. You know, that's a terrible thing to say. But, you know, that's how the, the state of things had, um, had got. Um, I went, um, I applied for the Baptist ministry and I spent three years in a Baptist college. And uh, after the final term I was there... I thought I'd come down to Norwich, my parents had just moved down there, and I thought, well, I'll just spend the summer holidays in, um, in Norwich before I go back to take on this church in Bristol. And uh, during those summer holidays, I, I just happened to go up to um, Mount Zion. It was uh, Kitty's fault. I think she's here tonight. Um, she was a culprit. <laughs> and uh, anyway, I went to the meeting, and, you know, and, and God wonderfully... Um, bless me, bless me there, and um, I've one or two testimonies, and they they really spoke to me, and I, I went back to Bristol to take on this Baptist church, you know, but there was a, a real compelling, you know, within me just to really come out of it altogether, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't thrown out, I would think I would have been if I stayed in, but... Um, <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't thrown out. In fact, I left on sort of good terms, more or less, with, with everybody, which is quite su surprising, you know. But I had to, I remember one church meeting where I gave my notice in and said, you know, I, I, I quit, you know. And uh, I remember the Lord speaking to me because it was hard to sort of sit there and say, you know, well, I, I've made a mistake. I don't know what God's calling me into. And I honestly, you know, didn't really have much of a clue, but I knew that he was calling me into something. I didn't know what it was, but I knew that I had to come back to East Anglia and I had to say in front of this church meeting, you know, well, I've made a mistake, you know, I thought this was God's will that I was coming here to sort of take this on, but I've made a mistake. And it was, you really, you know, I really felt bad about it because I was sort of leaving them in the lurch and everything. The Lord sort of spoke to me and said, for your shame you shall have double. And um, that's ex I can honestly say that's exactly, you know, how it's happened. I really, I really believe in the glory. I really believe in everything it's, it stands for, you know, and I just want to stand for it too because, you know, I believe this is God's way. You know, in the Acts of the Apostles, they talk about the way, and I believe this is the way, the glory way, and I don't believe there's any other way which can really set you free and liberate you. You know, whenever God has done anything new in history... There's always been a revelation of his glory. You know, right from the beginning of time, there was glory. You know, when, when, God, when God created the earth, when he created the heavens, and when he created man, there was the revelation of his glory, because his glory was the oneness that he had with man. But then man fell, didn't he? And he fell short of the glory of God. That's what scripture tells us. For all have, short and fall, uh, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, 
you know, but whenever God has, has done anything new in history, that's always been through a manifestation of his glory. When the law was given, you, Moses beheld a manifestation of the glory of God. And the same with the tabernacle. There was a manifestation of the glory of God. And the same with the dedication of the temple. There was something new in, his, in the history of Israel. But again, it was with a manifestation of the glory of God. So much so that the priests couldn't stand to minister. And then the glory left Israel because of the sin of Israel. But that came back again, didn't it, with Jesus? Because he was the glory of God. You know, the glory is of the only begotten, the, the Son of God. You know, he was the glory of God. You know, Jesus is the glory. And, and that's the same with the early church. You know, the glory of God was, was, in, was in the early church. You know, again, a, a manifestation of God in history. And... Um, it's when man is in union with God and in union with one another, you know, through love. This is the real, this is the real glory. And that's the same with today. This is, going, this is the last move of God. I believe this. It's the last great move, it's the last great move of God. And as this is again something new, again you're getting a manifestation of the glory. Because, you know, this is, this is what it's all about. Anyway, I love Brother Henry. I've heard him... I've heard him often on tape. I've never met him. But, you know, the, the first time I listened, you know, to his meetings, you know, I must admit, I never, I don't think I really got a lot from it. I, liked, I enjoyed the choruses, you know, but the more I listened to it, the more I realised, you know, there was something in, in God, you know, in Henry's ministry. I, I honestly say that, that I'd never felt or seen in, in anyone else. I sat under all the sort of great preachers, you know, and, you know, it's good word and everything, but there was... Nothing that really drew the best out of people. There's nothing that really drew the Jesus out of, out of people. But this, this, and it was real encouragement that was drawing the Holy Spirit out of people. It was the manifestation of the sons of God. And I believe that's what we want today, isn't it? The manifestation of the sons of God, just to get really free. You know, well, praise the Lord. I'm, as I say, I'm glad I'm here tonight. But it's just impossible to get everyone out. I could get everyone out here tonight and they could all speak of the glory of God. But I tell you what we're going to do. We're going to sing Hail Saviour, Prince of Peace. And I'd like everyone from Norwich to come and stand at the front because we're standing for this glory way and we want to encourage our brother Henry. Come on, everyone, right quick. Hail Saviour, Prince of Peace. Thy kingdom shall increase till all the world lie gloriously. Everybody's done it.
Before we see it again, I want you to get the vision, keep your eyes closed, think of these wonderful words. Hail, Saviour, Prince of Peace, thy kingdom shall increase till all the world thy glory see when righteousness abounds as the great deep profound and fill the earth with purity. Everybody come on once more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.